This is Run It Back with R.J. Broadhead. The Tiger Cats finished the 2023 regular season with a record of 8-10. The same record as last season and the same third-place finish in the East Division. On Run It Back, we're going to take a look back at this season. The Ticats got off to a slow start again, beginning the season at 0-3, with losses to Winnipeg, Toronto, and Montreal before their first bye. Then they finally got their first win. It didn't come until Game 4 on July 8th. It was against Ottawa. Jeremiah Masoli was making his return, but suffered that season-ending Achilles injury. Dustin Crum came into the game and ran wild. It was an eight-point lead for the Tiger Cats with only seconds remaining. Here's the call on the Ticats Audio Network. The Ticats have a missed convert in this game. Otherwise, it would be a two-possession game. Ottawa still has a chance. There seems to be some confusion on this Hamilton defense. Another pass. It's a short one. It's good enough for the first down. Caught by Hardy. Seven seconds on the clock. Okay. This Ottawa offense has to be efficient if they want to get a play in here. Uh-oh, Ticats are rotating guys right now. Jonathan Kongbo runs out of bounds at the Ottawa sideline, and Hamilton's defense seems disoriented. They're one short. Crum running for the end zone! He'll be short! He'll be short! Tackled at the two. The Tiger Cats defense came really close to giving up a touchdown. But in dramatic fashion, they stop Crum, they keep him out of the end zone, and the Tiger Cats have their first win of the season. Wow. Ticats played that last play of the game with 11 guys on the field. They were trying to make a change, but they're on the far end of the field from their sidelines, couldn't get the guys out there. But enough guys at least to stop Crum right before he got to the goal line there, right as the clock hit zero. Great analysis from Luke Tasker, as always. That win came with Matt Schiltz as the starting quarterback. Bo Levi-Mitchell started the first two games, but was injured in the second game against Toronto. Schiltz would start the next game, too, a win in Edmonton, but he was injured in that one, opening the door for Taylor Powell, who was named the Ticats' most outstanding rookie for the job he did. The 24-year-old joined the team nine days into training camp, and threw his very first CFL pass for a touchdown to Tim White. Here's what it sounded like on the Ticats Audio Network. It's a second and five from the Edmonton 17. Powell stays in the pocket. He's going for it. End zone. Touchdown! His first CFL pass (laughs) is a touchdown to Tim White. Unbelievable! Tiger Cats increase their lead. They're up to 33 points. That's the most they've scored this season. Okay. Well, well, Ticat fans, you've got a quarterback in play here, and Taylor Powell, as cool as could possibly be, stands in his pocket and puts the ball where he needs to and jogs to the end zone like it was his 100th touchdown pass in the CFL. <laughs> Quite the debut for Taylor Powell, and he needed to be good because the Tiger Cats were onto their third starting quarterback in their first six games. Also in that Edmonton game, the Ticats got their second defensive score of the season. Cornelius, another good play action, but he is way behind the line of scrimmage. Jagera Davis brings him down. He throws it, though, and it goes right to Stavros. Ketson Tonis. It's a pick six. 
touchdown for Katz and Tonus, and the Tiger Cats increase their lead. Oh man, opportunistic again. Capitalizing on a really, really bad decision by Taylor Cornelius who had the chance to throw that ball away. He was outside the pocket and had time and space. Decided to keep it to try to battle for a little longer, but Jagarrett Davis not allowing any of it and with a little you know, uh, an attempt to get rid of the ball by, by Cornelius. Katzentonis right in position to pick this up and run it into the end zone. Katzentonis went on to lead the Ticats with five interceptions and was named the team's most outstanding Canadian. The Tiger Cats defense had two touchdowns in the first five games, but that was the last time the defense scored in the regular season. Powell got his first start in game six against Toronto, a tough assignment and it was a loss to the Argos. Bowley by Mitchell, who was injured in Game 2, came back to start the Ticats' seventh game on July 28th in Ottawa. There was an hour-long weather delay in that game, but everything was going well for the Ticats until the second-last play of the game. Bowley by Mitchell trying to go straight ahead, and... Oh, no. Bo was very slow to get up. Oh, no. He's grabbing his right ankle. You have to be kidding me. Bowley by Mitchell is hurt. He's hurt on this play from the two where he's basically just trying to dive ahead. It was really bizarre. It was Jovan Santos Knox came in and actually kind of flipped Bo Levi Mitchell over. Bo Levi Mitchell being carried off the field. And now Taylor Powell just has to come in and get the snap, takes a knee. The game is over. Tiger Cats win, but it's... A tough win to take as Bo Levi Mitchell gets injured. With the injuries to Mitchell and Schultz, Taylor Powell went on to start the next eight games. The Ticats won four of those to stay in the playoff hunt. During Powell's time as the starting quarterback, the Ticats entering their second bye week with a record of 3-5 and five, made a change, removing Tommy Condell as offensive coordinator and promoting Scott Milanovic to offensive play caller. The Ticats were on a streak where they'd scored fewer than 20 points in four straight games. Then things seemed to click on offense. They scored 20 or more points in eight of their last nine games, finishing 5-5 five and five with Milanovic calling the plays. The Ticats ended the first half of their schedule with a loss at home to Edmonton. It was the Elks' first win of the season and a low point for the Tiger Cats, who had to go to BC for their next game. Always a tough trip, and to add to it, the Lions at the time were undefeated at home. It's not often the first drive of the game is a turning point, but that was the case when the Lions went for a third and short and the Ticats' defense came up big. You don't want to let Vernon Adams get out to a huge start in this game. You don't want to have to claw back at the Lions when they're at home and playing very well. And this second and eight right here, a stop would be crucial. Vernon Adams gets the snap, throws right away, completes the pass. And Holland's made the catch. Richard Leonard was right there. And is it a first down or not? He needed to get to the 19, and they're going to spot it a couple of inches short of that, I think. So Hollins went to the spot, and Richard Leonard knew exactly where it was and didn't let him advance any further after he made the catch. Dom Davis comes on the field for the BC Lions short yardage packet. It's third and less than a yard here. So the Lions are going to go for it. 
Davis initially was in the shotgun. Now he gets under center. And Davis, oh, couple of efforts. Wow, I don't know if wow. he got it, Luke. I don't know if he got it. Jameer Thurman was able to get up high and stop any progress. And Casey, Casey Sales, <laughs> what an opening defensive drive from Sales. I don't have they made the call yet. I don't see they're still chatting on the field. <laughs> Tiger Cats defense is gone. <laughs> they, they know. Kyle Wilson letting the BC Lions know as they exit the field. The Tiger Cats got the stop, and former Lion James Butler had a huge game. And I'm not going to be surprised if we see James Butler get another shot here. Well, the odds would say it'd be tough to stop him two more times. Let's see what oh. happens. It's a direct snap to James Butler, who elevates. Wow. He goes up <laughs> in the air and scores the touchdown. James Butler, his sixth of the season. That leads the Tiger Cats. He's got a touchdown in three straight games. And before I get too excited, Luke, there is a flag. <laughs> there is a flag. Uh, they got oh, no. Offside. Defensive line, BC. Okay. The penalty is declined. <laughs> well, in the in the interim there, somebody was being cradled like a baby in the Tim end Tim White was, <laughs> was being carried by Kendrick Sartor, I believe. There was some – that, was that one of James Butler's touchdown choreographs that he Has explained to, to you? It must have been. He choreographs two, <laughs> so that's one of them. Well, it, was, it, it took us by surprise because number zero, Taylor Powell, was lined up in the wide receiver bunch to the left, and James Butler took the direct snap, and he uh, – <laughs> springboarded over everybody into to cross the ball and break the plane and man the tiger cats out out with the lead this exciting first quarter we just watched that was the first of two touchdowns for butler he ran for 118 yards it was one of four games this season in which james butler rushed for over 100 yards he finished third in the cfl in rushing yards this season the high of the B.C. win didn't last long because it was followed by another loss to the Argos. The Ticats then beat Ottawa for a third straight time this season to end the first two-thirds of the year with five wins and seven losses. And almost a year to the day, the Ticats beat Winnipeg to begin the final third of the season. It's the same thing that catapulted their final third a season ago. It happened again. A win over the Bombers in which the Ticats never trailed. It was just the second time this season that the Ticats had won back-to-back -back games and also the second time the Argos beat the Ticats to prevent a three-game winning streak. With four games remaining, the Ticats hosted the Stampeders at Tim Hortons Field. After falling behind 6-0, the Tiger Cats turned to Matt Schiltz who was making his return after a potentially career-ending injury that saw him miss nine games. He came on in relief of Taylor Powell and wasted no time in getting the Ticants even. Matt Schultz in the game again. He's throwing deep for Tim White. It's caught. Matt Schultz, wow. welcome back. Now it's a foot race to the end zone. Tim White, the 10, the 5. <laughs> Touchdown, Tiger Cats. <laughs> Whoa, what a play. Matt Schultz comes in and throws a bomb to Tim White. 70-yard touchdown. Unbelievable. Matt Schultz in a drive earlier and gets a 15-yard run for a first down, and now he's back for his first throw in months being out of the, off the field, and it's a big one. Tim White, great play on the ball at the top of that, coming back and meeting the ball at the highest point and taking it another 30 yards into the end zone. What a play. 
The Ticats went on to beat the Stampeders 22-15 and clinched a playoff spot for the fifth straight year and the ninth time in the last ten seasons. Bo Levi Mitchell returned to start the final three games of the year. He started but did not finish any of them. That was by design, though. What's interesting is we just heard the call on the first drive for Matt Schiltz against Calgary, while Schiltz did the exact same thing three games in a row, orchestrating a touchdown on his opening drive in the game. Tim White led the CFL in receiving yards this season. He led the Ticats with nine touchdowns and was named the team's most outstanding player. In the final eight games, Simone Lawrence registered 63% of his tackles. He finished with five sacks, four knockdowns, three forced fumbles, and an interception and was named the Ticats' most outstanding defensive player. Brandon Revenberg once again was named most outstanding offensive lineman, and he anchored an O-line that, despite some injuries early, was able to become a strength of the team down the stretch. The most outstanding special teams player came down to Carthel Flowers-Lloyd, who finished seven special teams tackles away from a CFL record. And Tyreek McAllister was the one who got the award. He was named Ticats' most outstanding special teams player, He had two return touchdowns taken away earlier in the season due to penalties. He finally got into the end zone in the final game of the regular season. 44-yard attempt. David Cote has not been automatic this season, and he's missed it left. Tyreek McAllister has it, began to run to his left, now he's running to his right. Along the goal line, he gets to the outside, he's across the 20, the 30, has Carthel Flowers-Lloyd blocking, and Tyreek McAllister, Jameer Thurman, Chris Edwards, (laughs) they're all blocking. Tyreek McAllister takes it to the end zone. (laughs) Touchdown, Tiger Cats, and Tyreek McAllister looks around, there's no flags, this one's going to count. That's right. He was looking around. I was looking around. All our listeners are waiting to hear. No flags on the play. That's a touchdown. And that's going to be It's going to be more than 120 yards. Yeah, he was deep in the end zone when he fielded the missed field goal. Wow, that is going that is going to be a very very long return. The regular season is finished. It's time for the playoffs. The Tiger Cats have not won three games in a row this season. To win the Grey Cup, they will have to win three in a row. The Tiger Cats have beaten every team in the CFL this season, except for Montreal and Toronto. They will have to beat both of them to get to the Grey Cup. The Grey Cup quest begins Saturday in Montreal. Keep it here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network all week. For all the news and inside information as the Tiger Cats get ready for the East Semifinal. This has been Run It Back with RJ Broadhead. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your audio content.